Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I am your host, Sean Needham, along with my producer, Lindsay, and we are streaming from downtown Kennewick, Washington today, and we have Dr. Ross Carter on the line all the way from West Palm Beach, Florida. You don't want to miss out on this show. We're going to be talking about lots of cool stuff, regenerative medicine, stem cells, uh, nanoparticles. Um, What else are we going to be talking about, Dr. Carter? Well, you pretty much nailed it. Those are the main topics that we're going to talk about. Exosomes too, but uh, you'll understand. Uh, it it will we'll delineate everything so that's really clear. And let me just keep introducing Dr. Carter. Uh, he is a best-selling author. He has a book. What is the name of your book, Dr. Carter? Well, the current book uh, that I have is The Million Dollar Business Card. Uh, the book that's coming out in about two months is called Healing Your Weakest Link, which uh, I, I, it's going to be very groundbreaking, controversial information, but it's going to all be researched back, but it's got a really interesting concept, but this is my, my million dollar business card. So if, if you have a business, it, you have, you have to have build credibility because we all need to get attention for our services. And this book tells you exactly how to do that. But the concept is really straightforward. You write a book, you need to write a book, a specific kind of book that really uh, accents who you are, why you're special, what, you know, what makes you unique. And um, that really gives you credibility in, in any industry that you're in. And I use this for my own self uh, in my practice, and it really built up my practice. You know, one, one little technique I'll, I'll give everybody, this is an awesome idea to do, by the way. You can look up any, let's say you want to uh, co- concentrate on rich people or celebrity even. You can find out their address, either like their home address or their business address. And you can even look up their birthday usually and find out when it is. And you can gift a book in a like a little gift bag around their birthday or during a holiday. And who's, who's not going to open that? Everyone is, right? And usually it gets through the gatekeepers. That's the, the thing. Because if you look for a high-end person, I've worked with a lot of them. They have gatekeepers. So they'll filter all the mail and stuff. But if it's a present, they're not going to open it, right? So they'll, they'll open up an Amazon thing and it'll be a gift bag and there'll be a little card and you'll, they'll be like, oh, that, that goes right to them. And they give it to them. And so you can put your message right in front of celebrities, high net worth people. It works great. That is a wonderful idea. And that, reminds me, yeah, and that reminds me, I've sent out a lot of books, um, you know, even personal signed copies to, you know, celebrities and people in the industry that, that I want to network with. And I wonder if it ever gets to them. But you're right. If you gift it as a wrapped gift from Amazon, they yes. will probably open it themselves. That is a wonderful idea. Yeah. Yeah. And you also have a successful podcast. Tell me about your podcast. Well, the podcast is called the Regenerative Warrior Podcast. There's actually two. There's a show and a podcast. The show is more for the general public. So it talks about the newest in, uh, re- uh, recent research that advances. That's Yep, that's it. And um, that, that's the podcast. That's actually designed more for the medical professionals and how to improve their practice and learn about the most advanced techniques to, to add services to their practice. The show, which is more of a YouTube show, it goes over um, the newest uh, research that is available um, that, that, that we as consumers or people that want to stay healthy uh, can utilize. It talks about you just, you, any of the newest stuff that they find. And there's amazing things like 
printing, 3D printing of body parts, uh, um, things like that. It's pretty amazing stuff. And also, you run a very successful clinical practice. So what's the name of your clinical practice? Um, the uh, Longevity and Wellness uh, Institute in Palm Beach, or we call it Doc Stem Cell of Palm Beach is easier to remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that is much uh, easier. Yeah. Yeah. So we go by Doc Stem Cell of Palm Beach. And um, so I, I basically, we do all type of regenerative stem cell related procedures, whether it be a PRP, uh, we'll use bone marrow, um, adipose tissue stem cells, we use placental tissue uh, uh, stem cells as well. We'll use exosomes, which are the, um, particles that make, uh, stem cells active and, uh, the active ingredient really. And we do all these things to help treat joint pain, health problems, systemic issues, autoimmune conditions. I mean, pretty much any kind of dysfunction of the body, we can use regenerative, um, uh, procedures to help. So let's back up a little bit and just let's define what regenerative medicine is and tell us a little bit about that. And then we can get into the details um, that's underneath it. Sure. Regenerative medicine really is using different types of techniques to stimulate the regeneration of your, your body's cells. Uh, our health is determined by the health of our cells. So if your cells are unhealthy, you're going to be unhealthy. Just that's how it works. Um, our body has a constant process of re uh, renewal, what, like our blood cells are constantly dying and being replaced. And our hematopoietic stem cells are doing that from our bone marrow. So they're replacing all the cells. Our skin cells are constantly being replaced. So we're, what we're doing with regenerative procedures is we're supercharging our own regenerative uh, system so that it, it can repair faster or quicker or better. So okay. So, all right. So that's a broad definition of regenerative medicine. So now let's get into some of the details of it. Stem yeah. cells, that's even in your name of your practice. So tell us about yeah. stem cells and, and how they can be utilized to regenerate. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I guess it, it, for me, it goes back about 10 years. Um, I got involved in regenerative medicine and stem cell because of a injury that I had sustained. So back in 2011, um, I wanted to get, uh, I was single and I wanted to meet, you know, girls obviously. And so I thought to do a recreational sport, which is a great place to meet a bunch of people. Right. And yeah. so there were, there were choices like, um, there was, um, kickball, uh, softball, maybe a soccer. And then there was something that was, that really stuck out to me, which is dodgeball. You remember dodgeball? You didn't. Yeah. At the time. I thought I had remembered when I was like a little kid that it was so much fun. Uh, and so I joined the dodgeball league. Now, come to find out that when you take a, a red plastic ball and you smack a girl in the face, it is not the best way to, to find a girlfriend. It's, who would have thought, right? <laughs> so, so dodgeball turned out to not be the best choice set of for a 41 year old to make new friends. Plus, plus my body wasn't, uh, I thought it was in, it was in great shape. I work out all the time, but it, my body had not uh, been used to this sport. And so one of the games I threw a ball, I ripped my ACL. So I hobbled off the uh, court and that was the end of my dodgeball. And I had uh, two large rehab centers at the time. So I was rehabbing my knee 
Um, it was getting better to some degree, but it was always weaker. I don't know if, if, if anybody's listening knows how a knee injury is. It's just like it, it can be constant and it won't go away. And then you favor your other leg. You kind of walk a little funny. You're always worried about doing special types of lateral motion or things like that. At least that's what my experience was. Eventually, I got to the point where I was like, this, this can't work because keep in mind, I have a rehab center, right? I'm not going to walk kind of weird up to somebody and say, hey, we're going to fix your problems when I hadn't even fixed my own. Right. So that didn't work. So, uh, so I said, look, I got to get this thing fixed. It's, it's, it's getting ridiculous. And uh, I went and got an MRI and uh, went to an orthopedist and he said, okay, well, you tore your ACL. There's, you're not going to rehab that out. That's something you got to get surgery for. And I, I had seen so many people that had had surgeries for knees and joints in general, and they've just never turned out very well. I mean, if, if at best, a lot of them had, they were better than they were with the broken, you know, with the torn problems, but they were never back to normal. You know what I mean? They were always, and they would have to go in and have a revision and they would have to have more surgeries anyway. So I just said, I am not doing this. I'm just not going to do it. And then I started doing a lot of research on what other things I could do because there had to be something between physical therapy and surgery, right? There had to be a gap. And I thought there was, and there was, it turned out, and uh, I learned about something called stem cell therapy. Now, that's what it was called at the time. And the only thing, this is 10 years ago now. I had only th heard negative things about stem cells. Like, you know, uh, George Bush had signed that law saying we're not going to fund, right. you know, yeah. the embryonic stem cells. Right. They had cloning of animals. And, you know, they were doing all these weird things. Yeah. And I was like, well, wait a second. So what I was reading was they were using stem cells to actually work on a person like a normal person, not in a research, but as a therapy. So I was like, well, wait a second. It happened to be in Thailand. It wasn't local. And so I was like, you know what? I have to get this done. And I had some time off. So I was like, I'm going to Thailand. So I spent three months in, uh, in Asia, uh, South Asia, which was amazing, by the way. And uh, I learned all about this procedure called stem cell therapy. What, and what I, what, the, what I found out is they were injecting bone marrow stem cells from your own body into joints. And it was helping the, that area stimulate the healing response without surgery. And it was working on backs and knees and shoulders and, er, you know, everything was, it was getting great responses. So I decided this is, this is the solution. I, I decided not to do my own bone marrow. I did something called placental tissue because there's no surgery involved. And I was 41 or, well, yeah, I was a 41, 42 area. And I was like, um, you know, maybe my cells aren't going to be as strong as they would at, uh, when I was young. So I decided the placental route would be my choice. I, I did one injection in my own office with my nurse. And a month later, you know, I was my normal self. Never had surgery. Still not today. I'm a runner now. Um, I do everything. And it, it totally healed me. And I became a huge advocate. I was like, this is life changing because I've been doing rehab for years with lots of patients. But, you know, rehab has its limitations. Right. And so I was like, this is something that I, I can't believe is available. It's just amazing. And no one was doing it in Atlanta. Nobody. Uh, and because I couldn't find it. And then I was like, well, we're going to do it. So I opened up a, what we called it Stem Cell of Atlanta. It was a small clinic. Uh, and then we just expanded it into this large, the, the largest car, uh, stem cell specialty center in the South, actually. 
And we just started treating everybody in Atlanta. And it was just amazing the results we got. So that's how I got involved in stem cell in the first place. Well, congratulations on doing that and helping so many patients. And yeah. I will say that a lot of times these journeys start with, you know, us personally and it changes our lives. So then we want to, we want to change other people's lives. And, and, um, you know, fortunately yeah. you had the ability to do that. So kudos to you for doing that. So let's talk a little bit about, um, some other things that stem cells can do. So, yep. you know, rehab or, uh, you know, for injuries. So what, what else can stem cells do? Well, they can really stimulate the healing or accelerate the, your our own natural body's healing ability. So here's the misconception that I thought and most scientists thought um, back 10, more, 10 or more years ago. What, what I was, uh, my understanding was we would take a stem cell, inject it into an area, and that's, those actual cells would start to create new tissue, right? That's what most people still even think. Mm -hmm. The problem is that's not how it works. What happens is when you transplant cells from another part of the body, or if you get it from placental tissue, and you stick it in a, a damaged knee, for example, like in my case, what it does is this. It sends out signals to the local what are called progenitor cells. Now, the progenitor cells are the ones that actually make the specific tissue. And each tissue has its own progenitor cells. So you have progenitor cells that create ligaments and, and cartilage and muscle and bone. And all, all those are specific tissue lines. So a stem cell goes into that area and it's like a foreman on a construction site. So it's in the middle. Think of all these construction workers all surround this guy. And he's like, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. But it's just simply sending out the signal. So it surveys what the problem is, knows what to do, and then tells those local progenitor cells to start to fix their, their, their tissues. Because as we get older, our cells, our repair cells, become more dormant. They just stop working for whatever reason. They become lazy, I guess. But so we've got this, our, our local regenerative cells just don't start uh, work as, as well as they did when we were young. So these stem cells come in and wake up our re repair system and say, hey, there's a problem here. Wake up. We need you to work. And then they'll start the repair process if it's, a, if, if it's possible. Now, it can't solve every problem, but it can stimulate the regeneration of a lot of problems that, that normally would not be able to be helped. So and it uses this uh, like a, it, it sends a message and this message has the, the instructions of what to do. And it's not a text message, but it's a chemical message. So what you got a cell and it wants to talk to another cell and it's going to send a message from one cell to another. It doesn't do it electronically. It does it through this little tiny bubble. It's a little tiny bubble, a hundredth the size of a cell. It enters, it goes from to the stem cell to the other cell. It has the DNA or the RNA, the messenger RNA. And that is the, uh, the recipe for a protein. So then the cell that's there, start to create the proteins that stimulate the tissue regeneration. So that is called, and those little tiny bubbles are called many different things, extracellular vesicles, exosomes, nanoparticles. So those oh. are what those nano, yeah, exactly. Okay. So they're called many different things. So that, so those little particles are what makes a stem cell do its work, okay? And most people we don't even know right now 
mo- the, the entire world is going through what's called exosome therapy right now or, or, uh, or nanoparticle therapy. It's called our vaccine. What is our vaccine? Our vaccine is a, uh, a messenger RNA that is encapsulated in a protective capsule, which is called an exosome. And that capsule with the, with the message goes into the cells. It creates the, it stimulates the cells to make what's called spike proteins. And those spike po- proteins stimulate the immune system to attack it, recognize it for the future. And so when you're exposed to a virus th- that has that same kind of signature, it's supposed to attack it. Now, I am not one to den- advocate or, or deny the vaccine. So don't, that's not where I'm going with this. I'm just explaining the, the, the science behind the vaccine of how it's supposed to work. So, well, and let's, let's just clarify because sometimes we talk so general because yeah, in this, but when we say vaccine, we're talking about the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Sorry. You know, you said the vaccine and that is so general, but I know because it's so prevalent in society right now, we should just understand that, but let's just make that clear. This is for the COVID vaccine. The COVID COVID vaccine. vaccine. (laughs) Yes. And it's not the flu vaccine and all that because they're using deadened viruses. Correct. This is actually using a messenger RNA, which makes a protein. And That's we correct. use that already. That's how stem cells function. They send the messenger RNA of the stem cell, which is pro-growth, anti-inflammatory. Those are the message that it's getting. So it, it takes down inflammation. It modulates the immune system. It stimulates the cells to stimulate the production of new, t- new cells and new tissue. So it replaces damage that is there and that is how you heal. And that's how a stem cell and really the exosomes work. So what they found was, you can use, you can take a stem cell and stimulate it in a lab to produce exosomes. And then you could just take the signals and concentrate those signals without the live cell and inject it in the person and have the same effect. And that so is nanoparticle, nanoparticle okay. therapy. I see. Okay. So it's from the stem cells, concentrated yep. part of exosomes from the stem, stem cell, stem cells. Right. The nanoparticles are just the, the actual RNA. You've got, you've got micro RNA, you have messenger RNA, you have growth factors, you have proteins, all those things are encapsulated. And then capsule is just to protect it because when it goes out of the cell, it, it, it'll degrade very quickly. But if it's protected and it goes, and then it goes to another a cell, it can enter the cell easier. If it, if it's just shot out of a cell, then it, then it won't work at all. So the capsule is called an exosome. It's really just a, a protective bubble. It's the contents that we're talking about, the nanoparticles, because you, all cells create exosomes. Cancer cells do. And you don't want those exosomes because they're sending a different message than something uh, regenerative, right? Your urine has exosomes. Milk has exosomes. All these, these different areas have their own exosomes, their messages. So we're using a, a regenerative message, and that's from a stem cell, from a mesenchymal stem cell. That's a very specific type. Great explanation, Dr. Carter. Thank you so much for that. Yep. I definitely, I definitely yep. learned a lot, and I'm sure our viewers and, and uh, listeners will. Okay, so stem cells versus PRP. Educate okay. us. Perfect. PRP is called platelet-rich plasma. That's what it stands for. And the way we get platelet-rich plasma is we take a blood draw and we spin it down into its layers. There's really, there's kind of two layers. You've got your, uh, your blood cells and your plasma. 
All right. There's a middle layer between those two, which is called a buffy coat, which is kind of a kind of a creamy color. And it's a concentration of the platelet rich plasma. That is the concentration of your growth factors. So you remove the, the plasma, you remove the red blood cells and that little concentration is really a that's what that basically allows your body to normally heal itself. When you cut yourself, that's what goes to that area and stimulates healing. So we're taking a concentration of that and we're utilizing. Now, how does, so you can utilize PRP for joint problems and other uh, problems because it stimulates a, an acceleration of your own body's natural healing. That's how PRP works. The challenge will, with it is, as we get older, our own growth factors ability to do the things that they need to do goes down. So it's just not gonna be quite as responsive Plus, it stimulates inflammation. Now, a stem cell decreases the inflammation. A PRP stimulates inflammation. So uh, one of the biggest problems we see is when we inject PRP into a joint, it becomes inflamed and hurts like crazy. So that's a very common problem. Now, it does stimulate uh, regeneration, but to some degree, but you're using your own regeneration and it can develop into scar tissue because fibrous tissue is easier to create than the other tissue that uh, is there. It doesn't talk to the other cells to stimulate them to regenerate their own tissue. It just stimulates a kind of a patch job. So you can, you can get a lot of scar tissue buildup uh, with PRP. So, uh, so stem cells are more the regeneration without scarring and PRP is more inflammatory and it will have scar tissue. But it can help heal an area, just may not be the way you want it to be healed. So is there ever a reason, if you could use stem cells, would there ever be a reason to use PRP over stem cells? No, uh, I would not. I would mix them. I would mix okay. them. Definitely using, uh, co combining these therapies works really, really well because you know, if you're taking some some growth factors and you're using some um, stem cells at the same time, it's going to just it's going to accelerate everything a little bit more. So I would use them in combination. Like when we do hair, uh, we do work with hair. Uh, then you can use PRP in combination with stem cells and maybe some amniotic fluid. Um, there's various ways to do that, but yeah. Okay, tell us a little bit more about that details with hair. What do you do with stem cells, PRP, and and yeah, you're stimulating the, the, the follicles to, to, to start growing again, whatever the reason, whether you have too much DHT or whatever, uh, it, it, it will, um, it'll, the, the follicles just won't be growing. So you have to have follicles there. It's not going to implant them. If you're looking for that, it will stimulate what you already have to, to start to grow better. And you can, so, use, and it's just a stimulant. Even if the follicles are dead, it will stimulate well, them. If to they're dead, if they're, they're, they could be dormant. So oh, dormant. They be, okay, there you go. <laughs> dormant is different. If right. dormant means they can come back alive. If they're dead, they're probably not. There's nothing there. So you know they're not going to do anything. Right. So that right now they've got a lot of um, uh, uh, new drug applications for the use of exosomes or exosome type of therapy, which is those little bubbles. Uh, in in hair replacement, so it's a it's a less painful procedure than doing a, a complete hair replacement. But price is a little prohibitive right now. It's a little a little costly. That once the price comes down, it'll it'll probably be a lot more popular than like a hair transplant, which is a really painful procedure and it can be twenty thirty thousand dollars. So 
Um, it, it, right now, it's a cheaper alternative, but it may not give you this. It, it's not going to give you the same results as, uh, as a normal hair transplant will. Not yet. I see. And that's the stem cell PRP combination? Yeah, you, they've got different protocols in regards to that. You can use amniotic. You can use PRP. Anything that stimulates the hair to op- uh, wake up and start to grow again. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for that uh, tidbit. And uh, let's move on to peptides. You, you're familiar sure. with peptides. You use peptides. Tell us a little bit about peptides. They're kind of in the news a lot lately. I get a call probably once a week uh, at our pharmacy asking about peptides. Peptides are, are, are well, they're, they're a really diverse. Um, they're, they're, they have so many uh, th- uses. We can use them for, uh, well, well let's, let's define a peptide first. Uh, a peptide is, is, in essence, to make it easy, a short protein. So a protein is a 3D structure made of more than 50 units of uh, amino acids. If it's less than that, from 2 to 50, then it's called a peptide. And it does stimulate signaling of cells, and it can stimulate very amazing responses of our body. For example, you could use something like BPC-157, which is one of the most popular and uh, well-used uh, peptide, which can help stimulate um, tissue damage repair. So you can inject it into certain areas, and it can help to stimulate the, 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 your body to repair those areas. It works great for that. Then you've got bromelinotide, um, B, uh, P, PT-141. It's called bromelinotide. It's a sexual stimulant. It was uh, used uh, originally created for um, uh, to help with self-tanners. You remember those self-tanners that you – Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. They, they have the melatonin uh, thing in your hands would turn orange. Uh, I don't know if you did that, but I did it. So I would yes, take these yeah. little pills, and your face would look kind of orangish in your right. hand palms with you look dirty all the time uh so anyway they were trying to come up with a way to give your uh people self-tanning and they uh, came up with bromelinotide which actually instead of it does to make you a little tanner but the 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 other side effect was it makes you sexually stimulated like um it and 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 it's different than say like a viagra and cialis those work on the vascular system right they they change the vasculature this works on your mind. So it can be used for men and women. So it's, a, it's a, one of those uh, amazing peptides that works really well. It's like um, when I was young, we, 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 there was something called Spanish fly. But basically, oh, that's yeah. the concept, right? So it's, a, it's basically a sexual stimulant, and it stimulates it in your mind. So it'll stimulate a woman. It can stimulate a man. Um, and so it just, uh, it's a, it's a wonderful peptide. So it, obviously different than, um, than the one that repairs tissue. You've got different peptides. One can help with sleep. Uh, they've got some that's that, that just really are great for just various pro- uh, problems. The, the best way to do it is to look up, you go to a peptide, a site where they show all the peptides and look at the condition that you're suffering. And that'll show what peptides are usually designed for that. Some stimulate your immune system as well. So it's great for, you know, uh, taking away, uh, preventing sickness and things like that. Wow. Yeah. That's a uh, very, very interesting. There's a lot of research going on in peptides right now. Hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully we, you know, I know the FDA frowns on them at times and hopefully well, they're why? not going to, yeah, because they're effective, and yeah, I totally get it. Companies want to take them over, 
uh, so that they can use drugs. They've already done it with BP, uh, uh, PT-141, the one I mentioned, bromelanotide. It is now a uh, pharmaceutical uh, drug for uh, sexual dysfunction in women. They, they, they put it as a woman's sexual dysfunction, but it's, this, it's, a, it's the same peptide. It's just the same thing. But now they've got it under a drug. So, you know, these, these companies have tons of money and they'll make it, they'll, they'll just make every peptide that they, they create a drug out of uh, illegal for just normal people. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah that's kind of that's the story of what the FDA does. They're, the big Pharma and the FDA are definitely uh, um, kind of created a cartel together, that's for sure. And they, and they decrease yeah. access to patients, for sure. So, so let's yeah. hope that patients can still keep getting peptides. So, um, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> So thank you for that. That was, uh, that was very educational. Um, so what else? What else would you like to share today, Dr. Carter? Well, what I found, it, the thing about, I want to step back and go back to the, the stem cell concepts and, and really talk about aging. And I, uh, I got to interview a brilliant man. Um, his name's Dr. Aubrey de Grey. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, he is an anti-aging uh, scientist, been around for more than tw uh, for 20 years. So he's been doing anti-aging for a long time. And uh, he, he has defined aging as really three words, and it makes it really simple to understand the concept of aging. You basically have metabolism throughout your whole life, right? Every day you're alive, you have some type of cellular metabolism. Metabolism over time will lead to damage. To, uh, you know, so you have a little bit of damage that accumulates as it continues to uh, you get more damage. And then eventually it gets to a threshold where your body can't handle it. And then it turns into a pathology. Right. So when it becomes a pathology, it becomes a condition that you can title or label. Right. It becomes heart disease. It becomes a cancerous problem. It becomes whatever. So so that is really what an age uh, an age related disease is. In fact, uh, 110,000 people a day die from an age-related disease. There's 150,000 deaths worldwide every single day, and 80% of those are due to an age-related condition. Alzheimer's, heart disease, stroke, diabetes, you know, those things. So, so we have a tremendous amount of people dying from an age-related disease. One of the things I do when I talk in my seminars, I, you know, I, I, I talk about the importance of trying to prevent these problems from occurring. And there are ways to do that. Most of us wait for we have a condition and then we try to treat that condition with you know, various therapies. But we're always trying, we're fighting that condition. What if the problem never occurred in the first place? Let's say, let's take a smoker. Let's take somebody who smokes cigarettes their whole life. And then guess what? They develop lung cancer. Big surprise, right? right. Now, it, they could do, they have to do chemotherapies or surgeries or other things, and it may not even work. A lot of times it doesn't. But their lungs, no matter if it does or doesn't work, regardless, are, is never going to be the same as it did before they smoked, right? So what if they just never smoked in the first place? the chances that the lungs developing cancer are little to none, right? right? Most of the time, our bodies, our lungs, for example, are able to 
repair it themselves uh, to, for the entire part of our life, except if we damage them. So what if we could repair that damage before it becomes a condition, before it becomes a pathology? And that is something called regenerative, well, I term it regenerative maintenance. It's preventative maintenance, like a car. If you've got a car from the 1920s, you've seen them at car shows, right? Now, those cars were designed to last, what, 10 years. And if they're still driving today, someone's done a lot of preventative maintenance to prevent that from breaking down because they weren't designed to last that long. And the way they're designed, because every time you use it, it's going to it's going to cause some degree of damage. Our bodies are the same way. Every day we're alive, we create damage, minor damage, unless we have major traumas, of course. But all that damage accumulates till we develop a pathology. If we can repair the damage, especially the hidden damage before it becomes a pathology, we're going to be doing a lot better. And that is a concept I call regenerative maintenance by what we do is we use regenerative nanoparticles from typically stem cells. They, they go, they, they're systemically given throughout the body. They find the hidden damages that you don't even know about because they're attracted to inflammation. They go and repair that damage, which you didn't even know you had. And then your body just continues to work. So you do it on a periodic, uh, on a, ba a time basis. So each time you do it, it's repairing the, the, the damage that you've sustained uh, since the last treatment. And you just keep doing that. And it keeps you in that preventative maintenance stage so that you don't develop a pathology. And that is the uh, new concept of the wellness. It's really wellness care, but it's preventative uh, preventative care to help prevent problems. And so we don't have to keep uh, getting a condition and then try to fight it. We just try to prevent it from happening in the first place because every condition you can name responds favorably to taking down the inflammation, repairing any damage and replacing any uh, de uh, dead cells with new cells. Everything responds well to that. And that's exactly what these regenerative nanoparticles do. They stimulate those main three things to happen. And they can do that without you even knowing it. If you put it in a, an IV and you just fix problems and you never have a problem, that's what we want. So people are like, well, what am I going to feel? Well, hopefully nothing because right. we, we're, we're repairing things that you don't know about. It's like if you take your car in to get an oil change, do you notice it after you drive it off the lot? No, it <laughs> drives the same, right? You, that's what you want. You know, if, if something changes, then you know there was a problem that really needed to be addressed. So the goal here is to do a, a timely basis of regenerating any damage on a constant basis. And that's, an, uh, that's coming out in my book, uh, uh, Healing Your Weakest Link. And because those weak links are what kill us. Right, that's what happens. Right. Well, I'm going to ask you this, but uh, as I ask all my guests, but I think okay, this go is going to be, be rather obvious. So what drives you? What do you have? A, what's your passion? Saving people's lives, uh, helping people. Uh, you know, if we can slow the, the death rate from 110,000 people a day, if we can slow that down, uh, that drives me. Or how about this? How about we look? We all get this call eventually. Most of us do. The hospital calls and says, hey, I have bad news. Your mother, your father, your loved one is is uh, has suffered a heart attack, a stroke, has been diagnosed with a cancer. You need to get down here as soon as possible. Right. I had that call myself. Pretty much everybody will. If you don't have you hadn't had it, you're probably going to get it. 
But what if instead we get a call from the medical center and say, hey, I want to let you know about your mom, your dad, your loved one. Uh, we just did a bunch of blood work. We did a bunch of tests. They're doing great. They're healthy. They're strong. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Which call are you going to want to have? Obviously, you want the secondary call, right? But if, if you're not doing anything to get that call, you're going to get the first call. So is it, you know, most people will do more for other people than we will for ourselves. That's why I use an example with your parents, because you'll probably do more to help protect them than you probably may do for yourself. So think about them. Maybe they're 70 year old and they need to stay healthy. You got to get in there and do repent, regenerative maintenance. I literally was doing this last night with a very a high level celebrity working on their parents because they're because we get older. It's not stopping aging. We're not trying to stop aging. We're just allowing you to stay healthy and strong in your hundreds. You don't want to, nobody wants to be 120 and disabled. That's not fun for anybody. But if you could be 120 and still run a marathon and do all the activities and uh, spend time with your friends and families and loved one, that's what it's all about. So die all of a sudden because your stem cells run out. Okay, that's fine. You all of a sudden die. That's great. That's how we all want to go. We don't want to suffer for years because we have cancer and then it starts to invade all our parts of our body and our whole life is about going to the hospital and have treatments all the time. What if you could just prevent that with a simple IV uh, every three months uh, that doesn't even hurt and you, you never have a problem in the first place? What's more important? That's what drives me is I don't want to die. I don't want to go down like that. I don't want to die like my father did because I, I didn't have this when, when he died. You know, I didn't know this stuff. Now I do. And I'm like, I could have saved his life. That's my bad. Now I, I'm working on my mom. I'm working on my sister. I'm working on myself, my wife. I mean, people around me all do these procedures because it, it's, not to, it's not for the money. It's to make a difference. And that's really the thing. So that's, that's it. Regenerative maintenance. That's what I want to tell everybody. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> and that's good. Good for you. And so if people want more information, um, how do they get a hold of you? Just go to my website, drrosscarter.com. I used to have like 20 different sites and I just make it all on one. So drrosscarter.com, you can go there. You can uh, set up a time uh, to talk to me. Uh, yeah, you might want to scroll up. Uh, and uh, basically, um, you know, we'll, we'll find out if something is, is working for you. Because like it says there, as we get older, we suffer from chronic pain, degeneration, accelerated aging due to these hidden weaknesses in our health. And we use regenerative nanoparticles to find the weaknesses before they become problematic. That says it all right there. And that's what I do. Well, thank you so much for educating our, our viewers and listeners today. I really appreciate it, Dr. Carter. Um, you're obviously an expert in this field and you have a big passion for this field, for helping others. And I really am glad that you have found this and found your passion so you can help, help others um, stay healthy for as long as they can. So thank you so much for being on our show today. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. And as always, thank you for listening to our midweek podcast, Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. You've been listening. Thank you for tuning in. Monday, don't miss out, 1230 to 1 Pacific Standard Time. We have a great show coming up, so don't miss out Monday. Dr. Carter, thanks again for being on. Pleasure. 